Okay, good morning, everyone. Ah, hope you got some sleep. Let's celebrate those who got good sleep last night. Raise your hands, did you? Who slept well on their first night here? Happy for you. Yes, good, that's a good number. Yeah, who, who would have liked a little better sleep last night? Yeah, may it be so tonight. So for the morning instructions, first part, if you keep your eyes open, we've put the lights on bright to support the wakefulness, and then I'll guide us into a practice. But first, a little bit of framework. But before the framework, let's breathe together. Let's touch the ground. Everything that it took you to get here, the night's sleep, whatever you had, breathing in, dear Sangha, together. Breathing out a long, comfortable out-breath with a... all the way to the end. Yeah, one more of those. And elongate the out-breath real slow. So breathing in. Breathing out long, slow, comfortable all the way to the end. Metaphorically or physically touching the ground, you are here. And don't underestimate the physical gesture of the hand touching. He's not demonstrating that. The previous one, I think he had his hand touching it. It's, it's more than just a nice idea. It's a necessity to touch the ground for awakening. Okay. So the topic for our meditation practice today, sitting, walking, standing, informal as we remember peace and joy to the other is... The topic, sensitive to the whole body. Sensitive to the entire body. That's the big theme. And I'll say a lot, but the shorthand is your body and the multiple ways that can be experienced. They can be experienced. With your attention. Body plus a freely offered attention. Body that includes sensations, breath, the pulsating, living, alive, throbbing tone of presence. Your body plus your freely offered attention. That's the shorthand. So today we will cultivate ways to lightly offer our attention. A human attention is so powerful. All of us know this. Where it goes, what it picks up, what it spins, what it burrows into, this determines a lot about the condition of the heart and mind and our ability to act and respond. You know what it's like when attention gets kind of snagged, caught, burrows into a rabbit hole, 
that completely compels us, lose the body entirely, and become defined by the contents. Everyone here knows how painful that can be, how limiting that can be. So we're training attention to be freely offered, a voluntary attention. We know where we are offering it and why we are offering it there. And I can put my hand up and say, sometimes with my device addiction, I offer attention. I didn't notice that I gave my consent. My attention was compelled. It begins, it goes, body is gone, and there is no nourishment in that, let alone freedom. So finding ways to lightly offer attention, freely given attention today, to kindly sustain the attention. When we sustain attention with something, it can build, it can become nourished, it can grow, it can develop finding ways today to receive your body. Receive her as she breathes. Receive them as they pulsate and throb with aliveness. Receive him as an arena for the beautiful cultivation of attention. Why? Many of you know why, but I'll remind us of some of the whys. Number one, it is highly recommended. It is the first foundation of mindfulness. The Buddha says, do this because here, when you fill this body with bright attention, when you let the attention that has normally been trapped and untrained and compulsive, when that fills this bodily arena, Mara, delusion, cannot get a foothold like a sappy tree, a tree that is wet with sap. No fire can take hold. But a tree that is dry and withered and not filled with sappy, juicy aliveness, fire can take it. So Mara does not get a foothold. And God, what a relief that is for us. Why? Because this body is the home base for all the beautiful qualities. When our metta has the body with it, when metta and intention for metta has the whole body, it is more potentized. It can come into action with more flex and intelligence. Why the whole body? It makes letting go easier. A place for refuge and relief. So there are various ways that you can engage this topic sensitive to the entire body today. To sustain, to cultivate. It might be, and I'll guide us through this trajectory, it might be at times you open your attention to a whole frame of the entire body. Right? See my hands right now. This whole arena is the center for attention. Not a focalized attention, but this whole aperture, this middle aperture of the whole body at times. We can sit in that. 
we can sit with that, this arena can be restored and become sappy like a juicy tree to be filled with bright attention. And I'll take us through that practice. At times we can let the breathing in and breathing out be foreground, sensitive to the entire body, right? So there's a difference between being with the breath where we narrow the attention to the breath or where we open to receive the body through her breathing, sensitive to the entire body as I breathe in, as I breathe out. Focalizing the attention can be something attention can do, right? We zone right in. Can be beautiful. For many of us, it can become not beautiful. It becomes uh, compelled, just like, you know, that's like, there's that thing they said. There's that headline. There's that thing I'm supposed to do with the breath. Right? We want attention to train to become flexible. So we can zone in at times, but we're not compelled to zone in. Right? We can widen, soften, loosen. Breath can become the object while I am sensitive to the whole body. Ah. So it's not fraught. It's actually something kind of natural. Something natural. And third option I will give is finding a center for attention in the body. Right? So some of us will center the attention around the heart center, let's say. Radiating metta and letting it fill the body. Maybe the center is with the belly or the base as it touches the ground. Right right there, radiating, filling the body. Letting that be a center for attention, sensitive to the whole body. So we find our way with this. But when in doubt, what am I doing? Oh yeah, sensitive to the entire body. How do I do that? Oh yeah, it worked with me to have a center. Okay, I'm just going to practice that. Okay, got my feet. Here I am. Okay, lovely. Here I am. Um, I think I have time. I'm going to just share a little bit from a sutta that I heard. I'd never heard it before. On this retreat, I just sat. And it was offered on the first day. And I was really grateful. See where it lands for you. Um, But the gist is... You'll see. It's an image that the Buddha offers. See what you make of it. It's about a hawk. I don't know what we do. A hawk and a quail. If, if, uh, even if English is your first language, I don't know, maybe you have quails. It's a little unusual where I come from. They're small little ones with little dots. Anyway, it's a hawk and a quail. Once a hawk swooped down on a quail and seized it. 
the hawk in this uh, story is, uh, well, I won't tell you. <laughs> use your, you can use your imagination. See what's helpful here. Once a hawk swooped down on a quail and seized it. Then the quail, as it was being carried off by the hawk, lamented, oh, just my bad luck and lack of merit, that I was wandering out of my proper range and into territory of others. If only I had kept to my proper range today, to my own ancestral territory, this hawk would have been no match for me in battle. But what is your proper range, asked the hawk. What is your own ancestral territory? A newly ploughed field with clumps of earth all turned up, said the quail. So the hawk, without bragging about its own strength, without mentioning its own strength, let go of the quail. Go, quail, but even when you have gone, there won't be any escape for you. Then the quail, having gone to the newly ploughed field with clumps of earth all turned up, climbed on top, climbed on top of a large clump of earth, stood taunting the hawk, now come and get me, hawk, come and get me. So the hawk, without bragging about its own strength, without mentioning its own strength, folded its two wings and suddenly swooped down towards the quail. When the quail knew the hawk is coming at me full speed, guess what it did? It slipped behind the clump of earth. And right there, the hawk shattered its own breast. Right. It hid, it jumped behind the high clump of earth, and the hawk could not reach it. This is what happens to anyone when they're not in their ancestral territory. They can be prey to the hawk. But wonder, monks, in what is your... Wonder, W-A-N-D, go in what is your proper range, your ancestral territory. And in one who wanders in his proper range, his own ancestral territory, Mara gains no opening. Mara gains no foothold. And then he goes on. Maybe I'll pick that up in a few days. But wondering locating ourselves in the territory of our ancestral grounds, the ground where we belong, the ground where we can be flexible, the ground where we're safe, not because we're hiding from the world, no. And that's what I really appreciated when they offered this sutta, coming from a period of stress and challenge and stretch and things that were hard to bear and perplexing to the heart and the mind. No, cultivate your own ancestral ground, the teacher reminded me. It's not a hiding. It's a place where your roots are. Your roots are much deeper here with this body as basis. Your belonging is, has more ballast and anchor and earth. Wonder here beloved Sangha, sensitive to the whole body. Because here, this is recommended. Here, this is onward leading for however we wish to serve in our world. The more body, the more sappy, the more 
home ancestral grounds, the deeper the insight, the deeper the uprooting of delusion, and the more flex for responding with ourself and with each other. Let us wander in our ancestral ground, not just our recent ancestors, but that deep, 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 deep root as human of belonging here. So let me guide you, if you're willing, through these three steps. Whole body, number one. Number two, breath. Number three, a center for attention. Sensitive to the entire body. And it's a cultivation. We don't get it necessarily immediately. Some of you have a lot of practice here. You may find your way, your body memory, if you like, into that territory. And just for anyone who's newer or finds body a challenge, this has taken me a very, very long time. It's not that it's finished. But to come close to being able to bow to this ancestral home. We are allowed to go where it's really okay with the body. We don't have to hammer on the door of what is difficult. We can find a place in the body or around the body where we can settle, where we can steady, where we can touch the earth, where we can cultivate what is really beautiful and wholesome. One last point. Actually, just before you close your eyes, I'm just going to show you one thing with my hands. For this first step, the whole body, I'm going to invite you to draw, D-R-A-W, with your hands or your mind's eye, this shape. behind the back, around the hips, under the legs, under the feet. It's like a kind of bubble around you, right? You can do it with your hands, your mind's eye. This will be the first aperture that will train. It's between a focalized attention and a wide awareness, right? It's in between this arena. It's like we're drawing soft and elastic edges for this little bubble this little patch of ancestral ground. Don't forget in front of the heart and the belly and the sides. And just if you're newer to this range, this aperture, it can feel a little vaguer at first. It's not as fixed and concrete as if I nail my attention somewhere. It's a little softer. But give it a try. There's a great training to be had there. We think we want the whole range 
from a focalized attention that is freely given to a middle range attention that is freely given to a wide awareness that is freely known and where we are freely known. So step one, dear Sangha, find a way to let your posture be upright, gentle, upright and gentle. Little space under your armpits, let the jaw be loose. Even wiggle the hips a little bit, so we're not kind of missing those out. And really... Kind of plonk yourself on your cushion or your chair, like, oof, here I am. This is my... In the family retreats, we used to say, like, it's your own little plant pot in the greenhouse, glass house, right? Here's your little plant pot, like, oof, here you are. Here I am. Don't underestimate these ideas or gestures as just being for children. Here you are. Breathing in. Breathing out, feeling your base, letting your weight, the gravity of your flesh, soften in the seat. (coughs) And with your mind's eye, or your hands, or both, Drawing this middle aperture for a few minutes, we will offer our attention here. Including the head, and the back, and the legs and under the feet. See if you can very lightly pick up the tone and the texture of this presence. What lets you know you have a body right now? What lets you know you are upright? Perhaps you can sense the brightness or the vibration, very subtle probably. The pulsing, the creatureliness of this bright, alive, pulsing presence. 
And every time your attention shrinks and narrows as habit, stretch it back open, like stretching open bubble gum or blowing up a balloon. Sensitive to the entire body. fine if you notice the breath, of course it is. And entertaining the lived possibility for just a few minutes. that this whole arena could become restored, filled, suffused with your attention, like water coming out of the tributaries into the bigger river flowing into your whole body. Your body plus your freely offered attention. when your attention narrows through habit, into a thought, a worry, a lament, a plan, an emotion, a sensation. Gently and lightly stretching that narrow gauge it can be a beautiful art and bearing the whole body in mind. 
as one. Sensitive. Alive. Pulsing. Package of presence. Letting the legs soften and releasing on any unnecessary tension. from here taking you into the second possibility breathing in sensitive to the entire body just check that out that idea letting your body breathe in It knows how. Sensitive to the entire body. What does that mean? It might be quite vague at first. Or maybe you notice on the in-breath the whole body becomes maybe a little bit brighter, like you're turning up the volume of the brightness. Check it out. Breathing out. Sensitive to the entire body. Sometimes it can be lovely to follow the outbreath all the way to the end. And finding if there is an end. And what's the effect in the entire body as you breathe out? with a light and kind attention. Sometimes people notice the effect in the entire body attention to the out-breath is a calming 
was soothing. Settling, a steadying, a deepening, And when the attention narrows involuntarily, finding your base, your ground, touching the earth, stretching open the aperture. and waiting to receive the in-breathing. And if you want to try one more thing, you don't have to. But for a minute or two, allowing there to be a center in your body for attention. Maybe the chest, 
may be imagining at the center of a chest a radiant sun. Or a center at the belly or the base. Very lightly. Radiating. Through the flesh. And the bones. and wider than the body. If that feels natural or interesting, letting yourself have a center for attention. as if attention derives from there.
and sitting together. Your body. Receiving. with a light touch. Sensitive to the entire body.
Good morning. Good morning. Audible enough? Yeah, okay. All right. So before I share some invitations about walking practice, I'd like to um, share some announcements as a way of transition. Thank you for listening. To learn how you can support the teachers and Dharma Seed, please visit dharmaseed.org slash donate.